0: For too long, the big questions of Dungeons and Dragons have remained unanswered. Generations of nerds too afraid to really get down to the serious business. But no longer. Two heroes have emerged with the skills, knowledge, and bravery to tackle the biggest questions. Questions like... What do I cook with this? Eight years ago, fantasy became reality in a form never seen before. Dungeons and dragons. For some, the allure is the dungeons, or the dragons. For us, today it is food. Our motivation for today is to encounter new, original cuisines, true artistic creations. A cuisine! To realize our dream, we have secretly chosen the top Twitch egg chef, an invincible man of culinary skills. Iron Chef Egg, I am the egg boy. What inspiration does today's challenger bring? The heat will be on. Hi, I'm Kaylin.
1: I am Dustin. <laughs> and we have our contestant guy who is awesome.
2: <clears throat> Egg boy.
0: <laughs> Egg boy.
2: Egg boy. And that's me.
0: That's I'm the Chef Egg Boy. Um, completely original uh, penning of a term. Um, I... I I've never heard it before, so we're just gonna take some credit there for that. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> you know, we'll go with it. We'll run with it, of course. Yeah, of course.
0: yeah. this is great. So we're gonna chat uh, food, and specifically, uh, we so Egg Boy streams and streams cooking, and guilty is charged. What? The Egg Boy does is chat nominates some ingredients, um, specifically five ingredients, five very random ingredients because different people nominate things, and then in the next stream, Egg Boy creates a meal using those as the the hero ingredients, and we thought we would do that today, but D D style, um, and Dustin and I totally absolutely worked out before right now what those mystery box ingredients would be of <laughs> Justin, course. would you like to reveal the ingredients uh that you definitely aren't thinking of and coming up with right now off the top of your head maybe just one to start with
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes the chat I can would. also help us be- why would we reveal all five at once? We've yes. thought of them already. It's all about yes. the drama. It's, it's all about the suspense. We have, to, up. we have to build it up a little bit. It can't yeah. be, you know, it can't be an ingredient dump. We don't want to see no. that.
0: So. Chat can suggest ingredients and see if they picked the same ingredients that we thought of before we started recording.
2: Of course, we, you know we'll tell them if they're right or not. <laughs> <laughs> what you should have done is 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 mirrored what i do on my channel and have it be a, a channel point redeem 25 yeah. point you get to suggest an ingredient
0: yeah so. and we we definitely um would have done that because we plan <laughs> well ahead yeah. um, yes
2: i mean obviously this is we we talked about this already and we shot it yes. down for a good reason yeah. which we There's... have previously discussed
0: yes there, there were reasons we don't want to rehash those reasons
2: no um
0: we uh we'll we're definitely not stalling um, so that Dustin can think a little bit longer um, no. about ingredients that we can cook with from a and d world um, and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm sorry that I kept talking over you, Dustin, and interrupting you. <laughs> I can see he's
2: he wants to get a word in edgewise, but we just yes. will not let him yeah. because we... We just, we talk, and we talk, and we talk, and to our detriment, but it is what it is.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Gray ooze. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this gray ooze is gray. It's stone turned liquid by chaos. Ooh, yum. Okay. It was murdered just this evening.
2: <laughs> it was. What? It was murdered. Just not even. Not even killed. Not even slaughtered. It was murdered. There's just straight up idea. axe. Wow, mm-hmm. I feel like that adds to the flavoring of it. Just like you can. You can. You can taste the anguish that it felt as it was dying. That's yeah.
0: Um, the second ingredient is fish egg milk.
2: F- uh, Sorry. Okay. Yep. Of course. <laughs> obviously. I <laughs> know. You know, yeah, I th- I I thought you were going to stop halfway through that phrase and yeah. <laughs> there was a final syllable and it yeah. threw me for a loop. So yeah. we have got fish eggnog. Yeah. Now, egg can I ask eggnog. a question? Yeah. Is it a uh, fish eggnog? Is yeah. it like Okay. So is it uh eggnog, which we all know what eggnog is. It is a yeah. it is a delicious Uh, often associated with the holiday season Mm -hmm. that's that's an aside is eggnog associated with Christmas there even if Christmas is hot yes it still is
0: yeah it's not it's probably not as common um commonly drunk but we have eggnog that you can just get from the fridge cabinet like at the Mm -hmm. supermarket Mm -hmm. um and also you can have cold eggnog (laughs)
2: sure yeah i mean i i mostly think of eggnog as a cold drink but i just think of like if you know uh, for me the summer is now we're we're approaching mm-hmm. summer it's been shoot the last two days it was like 40 degrees for us and i do not know how you guys do that on a regular basis there i've been dying but the yeah. last thing that i've wanted to drink in this weather is eggnog like it is so <laughs> <laughs> it is so thick yeah. and creamy and i just can't help but think of the whole like anchor man like oh milk was a bad choice kind of that is not a good hot weather drink so um eggnog should it's be more like a
0: milkshake or something like um uh,
2: yeah that's fair i guess that's fair
0: yeah
2: uh, eggnog of course being cream and you crack some uh traditionally chicken uh poultry eggs into it and and yeah. that's a nice thickening agent so you're saying mm-hmm. this is cream and potentially blended with like caviar like a row like fish eggs mm-hmm. this is like a salty creamy drink yeah yes oof <laughs> <laughs> that's all i can say
0: perfect for a yeah. summer christmas um yes. in the underdark near the uh, Kuatoa uh, village, oh. by just like
2: Grandma used to make.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep, it's delicious.
0: <laughs> um, and uh, for the third ingredient, Dustin,
2: uh, am I am I meant to be writing these down? By the way, because how so could, far we've how got... could
0: you forget?
2: I of course. <laughs> well, how could I forget? We've got gray sludge the the mm-hmm. the most neutral of all sludges mhm and uh and we've got fish eggnog mhm yes
0: do you have an, We an also have
2: green? stench cow meat ah i was hoping you
1: were going to say that it's orange and green misshapen bison Mmm. <laughs> mm. delicious i am
2: Upset. Wait, what is there what is there to say about stench cow meat that hasn't already been said about fish egg doc, so (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) They are from the lower plains.
0: Um the fourth ingredient is just a myconid Mm
1: -hmm. of course I know what that is. (laughs) That's the uh sentient, I believe.
0: Yes um fungal race. Yes. Ah. Love them mushrooms.
2: Mm, is, yeah. Uh, is there <laughs> Don't know how I feel about sentient fungi. That's uh Look, that's a weird one for me.
0: Perhaps if you cannot speak to them you don't realise that they are sentient. Um, well
2: as long as I don't know it's sentient, that's a little bit better. <laughs> that's a little bit better. True enough.
0: Um, um they, they are, are considered edible and tasty by dwarves and Drugar, so isn't
2: that just wonderful yeah yeah oh boy you know they they you know they have the best of tastes those those <laughs> yes. those dwarves they though living in those damp dank underground caves boy, living
0: underground they, really does affect your tastes
2: <laughs> it really does look the isn't that what they say uh i mean i i realize most of them probably have dark vision right but uh, that being said, it's that it's that idea of if if one of your senses is lessened, the other ones are heightened. If you can't see as well, right? If you're yeah. eating in the dark, maybe your sense of taste, your palate is better. Mm. I don't know. Look, I'm I'm grasping at straws here. I need something to like help me through these ingredients because I'm going to be honest. Oof, oof. I
0: think we've got one it more. Says, we need to get. To we've five. got one
2: more, and this is lay it on me because this is an interesting start. Flour. Just flour. Alright, what is it like, you know, abyssal stink flour? Like, what? what is the caveat here? Like, there's gotta be some <laughs> kind of, like, uh, magical uh, eat it and then uh, uh, smell like turkey for the rest of the day flour? Like, I, there's gotta be some kind of catch here. Can't be just flour, um, can it?
1: I found it on a guy I found dead in the street.
2: <laughs> okay dead guy flour i like that <laughs> dead guy flour now we're cooking with that. and dance. you'll have
0: access to uh pantry staples and just anything you could like kind of get at your local uh um providore slash steal from a tavern kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> exactly. of course yeah yes, yes yeah
2: most of my most of my kitchenware is obviously stolen from a tavern that's mm-hmm. just the way that it goes
0: yeah um you are a famous uh, rogue chef
2: I am a rogue chef. <laughs> we thought we would get into this and that's good because I play a rogue so.
0: yeah
2: mm-hmm. hey. as an aside I did I did want to ask this um, yes. what would what would the best class for a chef be? Oh because uh, so okay if we're cooking with magic that's one thing mm-hmm. okay. in my okay. mind in my mind I had pictured chefs okay. as bards that is what i had pictured
0: uh would that be more like a celebrity chef though?
2: i think yeah i think in this context especially i had pictured a a celebrity chef you know like a i think i think obviously like a gordon ramsay type Mm -hmm. would absolutely be a bard he would be a bard
0: yeah it's all about
2: charisma that kind of thing um but in terms of like making the best food, if you're working at like a high end restaurant, you're not the face of the restaurant. You're just the chef who makes all the food.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: maybe it would make sense to do True. something else.
0: What about something with um good survival for like foraging local ingredients? If you were- so
2: I think I think you bring up a good point with that. You could have your sort of a uh, hippie vegan chef. Mm-hmm. who is a, who is like a druid or something like that i think uh, that that yes. would make i think that that would make a lot of sense and then you get your um uh or, i think you would absolutely you would absolutely have um you know who liver king is you know who the liver king is nice. he's this uh don't look him up he's not worth looking <laughs> um he's this like very very odd uh sort of uh how do i describe him he's the type of person who would think that like eating a lot of raw meat is good for you uh and eating the mm. liver and, like he eats a lot of liver and he eats a lot of testicles mm. uh and that sort of like gains the lifeblood of the animal and he's this like raw meat diet kind of guy Ew. who also probably takes a lot of steroids to gain yeah. his what his figure is uh Incredibly fascinating, probably very problematic person. Uh, I think I picture him as like a ranger type, like you're tracking yeah. beasts, you're killing them. It's this very primal thing, like the that- bear
0: grills equivalent.
2: Yeah, exactly, like the bear grills, like the survivor <laughs> this man. This is my
0: guy. artisanal way, which we yes, <laughs> yeah,
2: obviously that's the that's the that's the uh, that is the most refined ingredient that you could possibly add to something (laughs) so because
0: also he can control what he's consuming yes before he produces that we because um Mm -hmm. it does affect that the other point is that the druids would actually make the best chefs for that are non-vegan because they would Mm -hmm. they would really have a connection to the animals they're using for meat um it's one thing to farm farm something and understand and know what you've been feeding it and what kind of living conditions it's been in. But if you were to, uh, instead of farming, just seek out the wild animals, you could just talk to them and go, have you lived here all your life? What sort of things do you normally eat? Mm, okay. And then just like have a nice little conversation and go just signal to whoever you've got helping you hunt and be like, this one.
2: Yeah, this one right here this one right
0: this here one. this one this one' yep. been eating acorns for 20 years it's it's a, a,
2: it's, it's a nice little truffle pig here yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> no that's a good point i think that I think that um
0: is, and then you bring it to the restaurant this so there is a restaurant um that I've heard of i believe its in israel maybe where what they do is with their with a lot of the ingredients is that they walk it around the dining room before, beforehand and the guests bid on it. So it's like, we have this beautiful, uh, swordfish. There's only one. And then the guests will bid on that. And that becomes their dinner. Like there's other things as well. But imagine if you were like, uh, this pig is Barry. (laughs) 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 He's He, I mean, there definitely he, like I get what you're color. saying.
2: Like, <laughs> there definitely is something to be said for that. Like that—that's kind of like a, you know, like a you know meme of a sort of hipster thing. But there, there definitely are places like this where like they will give you the story of this animal, yeah. that, like that you are being served, and like if you could literally like factually mm-hmm. tell your diners, mm-hmm. uh, this is. not for everybody
0: he he told me
2: he told me personally that he enjoys acorns that's his favorite food like that i think would have its place people would definitely go for that bougie
0: wizard there for sure
2: bougie wizard (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) i've i've given my chef maurice the day off um he's just (laughs) chilling out in a different dimension door so i thought i'd come out for a little treat Oh uh what is the name of that um that mm. stench cow that <laughs> <laughs> What did you say that it enjoyed eating? Oh I don't
2: I don't remember <laughs> let me go ask him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh you've got... And then if you mix that up with the uh was it the repose? What was the spell?
1: Gentle repose.
0: Yeah, can you talk to people that have been gentle No, that just preserves the dead.
1: Well, you can do speak with dead is a spell.
0: <laughs> so a necromancer <clears throat> as well. Ooh! <laughs> so the, <laughs> the druid, the druid like hunts the meat, and then imagine going to a restaurant and then having a necromancer like made a d that helps you commune with the things before you eat them.
2: It's it's like there's not <laughs> it, you don't, you you don't have a sommelier, you have the the necromancer who like tells you all about the meal that you're eating and helps yeah. you communicate with the meal that you're eating. Oh, uh, this uh Rather than describing, you know, whatever wine you have as like an it's a, it's a New World wine with particularly oaky notes and very low sort of plum fruit notes. It's very fruit forward. Good legs. Um, You, you yeah. just like, well, I don't know. Why don't you just ask Barry himself? Like
0: <laughs> they just help
2: you communicate with.
0: It. <laughs> I was like, I prefer, I prefer my albers to have subsisted purely on a fish diet for that oil. Oh gosh. Commune with Geraldine. Geraldine, what's your favorite food? What do you mostly eat? Like squirrels. Okay. Do you have something fishier? I think I think our Albert Luke lived closer to a river. (laughs) I like Uh, fish. But what what are squirrels
2: the fish of the tree? That is what I say. (laughs) There we go. I really love this idea though of an adventuring party. This this group of you've got your you've got your bougie wizard, you've got your druid, you've got your necromancer maider D uh sommelier Combo. Um and they don't actually go adventuring. They just opened, up a, <laughs> they just opened up a high-end restaurant and they're just in it to make some make some money and that's all they do. Well
0: who and else would do we need to. then at this restaurant? Dessert mm. Chef. So who's what do we got mm. there? Well, they go. Mm-hmm.
1: You can have like good ice creams, some some nice cooled whipped what if, creams. What if mm-hmm. a
0: druid that uh wild shapes into animals, which provide nice creamy milk?
2: Ooh, ooh! You you have to milk the druid. I like this. <laughs> I like this. I think we're on to something here. Excuse me while I uh, while I uh wild shape into a goat and you can milk me milk me for my goat milk this is very good i, I think we're personally onto something here i think yeah. you need a party of like four or five people and you can open up the world's uh the first ever four michelin star restaurant I think
0: <laughs> the <laughs> yeah. fourth star was painted on but you, you, it's painted on
2: yes they get they got the fourth star for being able to literally converse with the meal that they're about to eat.
1: <laughs> this is unprecedented, but okay, a star.
0: What kind of milk would you like with your coffee?
2: <laughs> yes, uh, certainly not. Oh shoot, I closed the tab. Uh, certainly not stench cow. I tell you what, that does not sound appealing. <laughs> it does lack a certain appeal. Does it not? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, (laughs) a certain or even a general appeal, I would (laughs)
0: say. (laughs) I think I think a deep growth would be nice. Like, just sort of would have a different flavor. I don't I don't know what a deep growth flavor would be, but they
1: well, they're they're underground a lot. Um, Yeah,
0: they can also wall climb, so maybe they like.
1: I'm fucking sorry. What?
0: Aren't they wall climb? maybe I'm thinking of something else. TV. If that cow
1: can wall climb, I'm having issues. Like, systematically. Know. It could. Yeah. I just... Imagining a cow climb up a wall at you is far more troubling than I can ever
2: imagine. I'm yeah, right. I'll be honest. Cow, cows themselves are already slightly scary. Like, they're just yeah. so big. Animals shouldn't No, be I think I'm just Animals
0: confused... I think that I once cast Spider Climb on a deep growth, and that's where I've gotten confused. So I take that back. <laughs> Don't question it. <clears throat> also, like, the idea of eating awakened plants? Well, not awakened. But there's like, yeah, it's sentient.
2: It, like, sent it. it, it, it has a consciousness. Do
0: people eat veggie pygmies? Um,
2: I mean... <laughs>
1: i suppose they're technically edible as most creatures and races are but
0: also what if um so you know how a lot of uh no myconids communicate through their spores don't they
1: yeah it's like a telepathic spore
2: link essentially i I think that that's not that different from actual mushrooms like mushrooms do communicate as a as a sort of like a I don't want to say high true. mind, but, it, but it's, it's like a, as, a, as a macro organism, yeah. they do they do communicate with each other. So, so disregard guess, uh, the
0: fact that I said a McConnard would be one of your ingredients. That's a different segment. Um, obvious. But so what if one of the chefs or the people running this restaurant is a McConnard and uses those spores for like an extra dimension of the culinary experience?
2: Is that cannibalism? That's my first question.
0: That's no, no, no. That's that you're not e- you're not eating the myconid. Okay. Like, well, like this is a was separate to your your food challenge where I said mm-hmm. we're going to eat myconid. This maybe yeah. they don't eat myconid at this restaurant. Um Or okay. well, they okay. don't tell them myconid. Uh, but like, <clears> throat> but, throat> it, but it uses it's for communication in the restaurant itself. Like, so while you're mm. eating, it gives you an extra sensory experience while you're eating. Because so you're talking about all the senses, right? So it's like why sure, sometimes yeah. the sounds, even the color of the walls, then mm. then they, like, you smoke things and you keep the smoke under a cloth. So when you reveal it at the table, like, it's it's all...
2: It's presentation. Yeah. It, it all goes into it. Everything goes mm-hmm. into it. Yeah, I think that could uh, that could absolutely play into it. Is this a thing that the myconid can impart on other people? This yes, yeah, so this sort it, of extrasensory kind it of
0: does a twenty foot radius of spores, mm-hmm. and that allows it to communicate telepathically with affected creatures for up to an hour.
2: Mm-hmm. I think that that's, yeah, I think that I would absolutely be able to play into <clears throat> things. And I think that uh, this, of course, would be used at, like, the bougiest of restaurants, right? Like, th- this is this is fine dining. Oh, definitely, tea. Yeah. It is It is uh, the sort of place where, you know, everything mm. This whole. It's a, it's a dining experience. I You're not going down to the local chain restaurant. You're not going down to Applebee's and having a Myconid uh serve you food because the, mm-hmm. that's it's just not going to happen it's not the kind of place
0: for that yes i also had another thought just reading another thing that uh it can do <laughs> this is gonna what? go somewhere Uh-oh. a little dark this is um, this is this is
2: devious this is devious income. okay this i know what's coming here there's
0: another type of spore that a myconid can emit um, which is a distress spore, which means that when it takes damage, oh, it's only other myconids. Never mind.
1: No, no, no. Continue.
0: Uh, all other myconids within 240 feet of it can sense its pain.
2: <laughs> what I'm what I'm what I'm picturing here is uh, a hot sauce challenge, a hot wings challenge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay you're, you're taking things in a bit of a nicer direction than i was going. that's
1: okay sure. the hot sauce I, challenge but it's yeah uh,
2: i think i think it's like it's like doing hot ones it's like dropping into bomb or whatever whatever <laughs> sauce they have uh so you but don't you don't, get don't experience to taste, it
0: you don't get to taste you, you ex- it but you just the pain you experience
2: it. the pain of it secondhand oh, no. i think that that's the true essence of a hot sauce is How bad it makes you feel about yourself.
0: That is the key to
2: a good My
0: thought thought with if you could feel the pain of the thing that you're eating as it is killed, Uh, not while you're eating it, but like while it's being prepared, (laughs) is that there's this whole thing about um, understanding where your food comes from. So not just eating pork and bacon, but understanding... The link to the animal that, like vegans hate this, obviously. I'm sorry. <coughs> um, the the idea that you understand that the things you're eating come from living creatures, uh, that are, it's there is this purpose for it, so, so that you appreciate it, is more the thing. It's not so you can get some sadistic pleasure or anything like that. Um, yeah. It's just so it is so you can appreciate that your food isn't just doesn't appear on a plate you know um so perhaps understanding the pain of killing
1: (laughs) so you're saying trying to make it so that (laughs) you you feel the death of the thing you're gonna eat
0: yes because
2: (laughs) are you proposing this as positive or a negative because I, I don't know i honestly <laughs> don't
0: know so there's, I can, a movie, I can... there's a movie yeah, called like... um always be my maybe which is a great film um ali wong it's the main actress but there is uh this might be spoilery but also it's just great so keanu reeves plays himself in the film and she dates him and they go to this absolutely pretentious restaurant and I think that they're. I hoping I remember this correctly. Oh, I think, this
1: sounds familiar.
0: I think there is a bit where they eat maybe like lamb or something, while listening to the sounds of the animal when it was alive.
2: I see. I see what you're saying, <laughs> and I think that <clears throat> I'm, I'm picturing it. This... It's
0: good. Um, no, it no, would no. I've, me. I've... i'm picturing in this scenario
2: it's like a deterrent kind of thing like (laughs) um so there's like uh this idea of like uh like peta types right like people for the ethical treatment of animals Mm -hmm. uh who have their own reputation for being extreme in their promotion of veganism and whatnot we won't get into that but i in my mind these people would be druids. That's just what I'm picturing.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So I'm picturing the D&D equivalent of this is Dita, druids for the ethical treatment of animals, who do this kind of thing where if you're eating an animal, you're going to experience it dying to prevent you from eating this animal in the future, maybe, right? To, to really hammer home this point of the animal that you're killing suffered when it when it died Mm. right that kind of Mm -hmm. thing that's that's how i'm picturing this scenario i'm sure that there are also people out there who are like enjoying this meal (laughs) that they're having because of the suffering Mm. that went into it like not necessarily they're enjoying the suffering part of Mm -hmm. it but like it's so meaningful to them right it's it's oh it's just such an experience like you can't truly understand what it tastes like you can't truly understand the essence of this lamb that you're eating, or this abyssal chicken that you're eating, without understanding the suffering that this animal went through to provide this
0: sustenance
2: <laughs> for you. I can absolutely imagine some pretentious ass people. Uh,
0: yeah, I'm <laughs> doing not saying this kind it's good. Thing. It's just what yeah. came to my mind when I read about distress spores. Well, um,
1: there is a spell that you can do that with, but yeah, effectively, but.
0: Look, I don't and see how um, that's any different warding. to like getting a necromancer to talk to your food before you eat it to find out if warding it likes visual right. acorn.
2: <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, I will say though, is the, is the is the is the is the necromancer acting as an intermediary here? Like you cannot yourself hear what this person or what your meal is Saying or thinking. No,
0: I think it has. They are. I think the way it works is it's intermediary. So, so they relay like the information A to restaurant, you. in a way, except it's real. Yeah.
2: So I guess, at, I guess, at the very least, you have someone to be a barrier there who mm. can lie to you, right? Like, let's say the lamb that you're eating uh, is in, you know, excruciating agony because of all of the suffering that they've gone through. The necromancer can at least make something up and say, "Oh yeah, he lived a great life," <laughs> like, "Oh, just well, feasting at that,
0: on." At that point, do they actually bother talking to them? Is it just for show?
2: I think at the end of the day, of course, it's just for show. Like th- this whole this whole pretentiousness of being able to talk to your meal is entirely for the show. It's for the benefit of the diner. Yeah, and so that's they're they're paying for the story that they want to hear. So you could probably just skip having it be an actual thing and just give them the story that they want to hear.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But I like this idea that we're actually being truthful and that you do get to hear the actual story of the animal.
0: Mm.
1: What if the animal,
2: animal was an awoken chicken that murdered people? Would you eat <laughs> it? It <laughs> would you i think that this poses a good question would is you it? be more likely to eat an evil animal than a good animal
0: also this oh, yeah. is my question about the chicken is it a murderer intentionally like is it premeditated murder <clears throat> or is it like ah oh, fuck i've been in prison and i've got to kill people to get out of here? like is it a just a self-defense killing
1: yeah. Is it better or worse? Because it's the second one. But is it better or worse that he killed the farmer,
2: or if he broke out of prison? Who? Why? I would ask why he was in prison. Of course, for killing was the he farmer? in prison for killing the farmer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Farmers laughs> <of> the <laughs> which story do you want? Um, but uh, no, I think I think that that's you know I think that uh, as long as we don't know that mm-hmm. uh, this chicken was good or evil, I think it doesn't make a difference because it tastes the same to us. But then again, I would I so you, would maybe... You,
0: would, you wouldn't eat a good animal or you would? I think, you know,
2: if I have the knowledge that this chicken is an evil yeah. chicken, which you could bring... <laughs> that opens up a whole can of worms of whether chickens can be evil, right? Whether animals who do not have the consciousness that we think of can be evil. I won't get into that. In theory, this chicken is verifiably evil. It has done unspeakable things. Uh, okay. Probably to this farmer that we've spoken of. In which case, poor farmer. I feel so <laughs> so awful for this farmer. Just, uh, just haunted by this chicken. Um, but yeah, I think obviously the answer is you would eat the evil chicken first if you knew it was an evil chicken.
0: Maybe I guess the other question is tastes better though.
2: Well that's what I was gonna say is if <laughs> magic if magic we've established imparts a flavor on things. Does alignment impart a flavor? Yeah, that's does what I was just Does thinking. good chicken taste better than Should you
0: eat to your alignment?
2: Yeah. Or should mm. you eat opposite your alignment? Yeah. So if you're evil, should you eat good things? And, and if you're
0: good, the blandest.
2: Of... true true neutral is the gray sludge that i have to
0: cook <laughs> with <so. laughs>
2: i think it's a good, i think that i think on a metaphysical level good and evil impart flavors i think they have to if if magic imparts flavors mm-hmm. and 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 alignments exist on this sort of uh basic instinctual level Mm -hmm. I think that alignment has to impart flavor.
0: Do you think... Mm -hmm. Sorry, you finish that thought first.
2: Well, I was going to say, I don't know what flavors they impart. I don't know if good Mm. tastes good and bad tastes bad. What if it's like a, you know, good tastes sweet and bad tastes sour? Mm. That kind of thing. Or what if it's like good tastes, you know, uh, I don't know, salty. That's probably a bad example. Whatever the opposite of spicy is because bad tastes spicy. Maybe I don't know oh
0: what if not what if do you think the alignment of the chicken slash <laughs> abyssal chicken affects the flavor of the egg that it produces
2: is there such thing as a good abyssal chicken are they naturally evil or is it is it completely right like it's just like humanoid if... like normal things i don't know um in a hypothetical world
0: where it exists not necessarily that it's
2: that's fair uh the sort of the sort of more general question of like does alignment uh impart its flavor on the offspring of Mm -hmm. that creature i think it would have to point
0: though yet though yeah Hmm. i think it would
2: have to um because then you you know I feel like this is getting into the whole nature versus nurture. Thing. Like if, <laughs> if, if you're, if you're, if you're uh, parent or parental figures, whether mm. they are humans or abyssal chickens or whatever, if they give birth to you and they are evil, are you evil or do you get to choose, you know, what your own alignment is or can it change? That's, you know, that's, that's because its own whole debate. Then but, you
0: could look at yeah. like <laughs> celestial Beasts, and so if, if a good thing tastes good, then would like um, trying to come up with some kind of celestial beast that is very specific. Uh, what's this?
1: Celestial?
0: A, a temple dog?
1: <clears throat> <clears throat> okay, I guess. <laughs> um. uh, <laughs> Are you sure there's no other uh, celestial you can think about that
2: a dog? If you, <laughs> if you eat, if you I eat was a phoenix. I'm just looking
0: at a leaf, but so it's the first thing I saw.
2: If you eat a phoenix, and you, I, do you know where I'm going with this? If you eat a phoenix. Yeah, okay, that's going to have some very <laughs> tricky, um. What are the implications of that? Does it become reborn oh, no. at some point? Yeah, that's interesting. Is it, is it during the digestion? Is it post-digestion process? well know. when when does it actually rebirth itself normally versus Not is specific. is it i i don't know in a specific dungeon and the dragon sense in my mind at the end of its lifespan when it dies it is reborn but i don't know if that is any sort of death like or if it's just through old age i don't know if you can like kill a phoenix well you can let's see oh when the phoenix dies it explodes well that sounds like indigestion right there that's okay. not gonna be a good thing no. so
1: dust um,
0: phoenix sage. over your meal though like a bee pollen
2: mm.
0: what about elementals
1: well fire elementals
0: well a water elemental
1: okay like what... also a phoenix is gargantuan this thing is the size of a building Um, they're that that, big we've discussed cooking
0: dragons before like i know
1: but not what i expected (laughs)
2: yeah i didn't realize that Uh, was my thing is i didn't realize they were that large but
1: yeah me too uh winged bull that's better there we go i was looking for a celestial we could eat or unicorn which will come with its own its own problems but
0: well then a lot of stuff is unaligned um so i just clicked on a diminutive fire crab, and that doesn't have an alignment.
1: Okay, look up a hollyphant. H o l l y p
2: h a n t. Assuming it's an elephant of the sort, and it is. What an interesting beast! Yeah. Wow. Okay, it is a twelve foot tall bipedal mastodon with shaggy black fur, huge leathery wings, and massive curved tusks. Which one
1: are you looking at? Uh,
2: Forgotten Realms Hollyfant. Not the Hollyfint I'm looking at in D&D Beyond. Well, let me switch over to D&D Beyond. Because yours, mine's small and yellow. The picture for mine, on Forgotten Realms, the picture of mine is small and yellow, but it describes it as really? Yeah.
0: Oh, it has a it has element form and mammoth form, which is so it goes from. small in, to
2: cute. Oh, I think it's the mammoth form thing that I was like because this does also describe it as being two feet in length with golden fur and. Worms. Oh, so it has two right? forms. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Well, that is also a very that that also uh, in and of itself has very interesting uh, culinary ramifications. Mm.
0: Uh,
2: eating crazy. eating. Winged elephant versus winged mastodon?
0: Oh, they're very sensitive about their appearance. What? Well, I
2: cannot possibly eat this then. I feel Our like.
0: fans love is... helping good creatures. <laughs> and would actively. Well, now, I, now I, f- I feel bad about, people about people this. So. Um, they, like enjoy, they enjoy observing noble mortals and serving their masters. They're very sensitive about their appearance. What? Oh, I'm sorry.
2: They're found
0: yeah they're also psionic so what is
2: well now i feel bad about cooking and eating a holly so maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe we avoid that maybe we don't hear the story of this one <laughs> but no um... no
1: <laughs> no it, i mean it speaks celestial yeah it's smarter than the average human
2: as yeah tele- they're a Oof.
0: messenger for good deities or something
2: I think that's another thing too. Is I think the sentience definitely does play into a part of it. And we talked about it. Um, uh, we talked about it a little bit with the myconids, but uh, I think sentience acts, uh, absolutely does play into it. I don't think we as humans eat. Well, I would say that I don't know that there is anything that exists, but we definitely don't eat anything that is smarter than us. Mm. Um, mm. So. I think that would rule something like the hollyfin out right off the bat is I don't think we would even really have the desire to do that. Like we, we, that's sort of uh, in the real world where we draw the line between uh, food and not food tends to be a very highly intelligent, highly sentient species. Right? True. Uh, And so I think that that would probably still exist in this world of make-believe is 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 which maybe goes against what i think i had said earlier about dragons of people would absolutely be trying to eat dragons even though dragons are way smarter than we are
0: i would eat them still Uh,
2: yeah they will eat my
0: connards and they do have uh sentience and stuff so So maybe maybe, i'm just
2: completely wrong about this and people will just
0: we're talking about easy. a world with like very distinct humanoid races whereas like in our real world we are human like I mean we don't there's a lot of stuff in the animal world we don't eat because of those similar reasons but yeah. um I, I
1: mean similarly though because we'll look in at D&D, the mushroom, yeah yeah like anything can be smart cuz yeah. like they'll look at a mushroom and go well this could be smart this also could not be smart but it's I'm definitely starving. tasty <laughs> so i don't know i
2: think that, i think that at a certain point we pretty much have to suspend our preconceived notions of what is and is not kosher so to yeah. speak
0: someone's and definitely eating uh, yeah. a flump like yeah i'm sure someone's tried to eat a beholder like yeah. it's just <laughs> it makes sense <laughs> Yeah. so i feel like at this point um you've had some time to think do you know how you prepare these uh five ingredients i have
2: some ideas so uh remind me i i typed them into just a okay. just a google so tab and then i deleted that tab i gray have gray ooze. blood yeah gray ooze gray,
0: gray, yeah, gray ooze
2: uh a stench cow
0: fish eggnog
2: that's what i was missing i have stench uh gray ooze stench cow myconid fish eggnog
0: and flour,
2: and flour. I think, right off the bat, we could do something with the stench cow, the myconid, the the flour, but uh, maybe the eggnog do. So I'm thinking um, there's a very popular uh, German dish called jäger schnitzel.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, if you know of that, it is essentially uh, a, a beef tenderloin that's been pounded thin into a schnitzel and then serve with like a mushroom cream sauce. Okay. I feel like we could do something along the lines of that with the stench cow, the myconids, and maybe, well, so the flour can be used to bread the stench cow, okay. make a schnitzel, a, a stench cow schnitzel, essentially. I think that's what we're going for. Yeah. Uh, and then you, you, you bread that and you deep fry it. The fish eggnog could go with that. I don't think there's a lot that fish eggnog goes with in general. <laughs> that is
0: what? maybe the
2: that is maybe the most offensive ingredient here. So thank you for that, Inkmo, a wonderful suggestion. Um,
0: well, I was thinking so fish eggnog because Latchington Chef mm-hmm. guest, uh wants to actually attempt to make it, but in a palatable way. So thinking like, um, no, my a... question is
2: how? I don't think okay. that that's a possible like... thing.
0: No, imagine like um, that's like
2: saying like, oh, I would love to creamy make seafood food, but in a palatable way. Like it's just not a thing that you no. can do.
0: there's so there's thing like you can have a kind of creamy seafood soup like thing. There's also um, there are savory custardy type like egg set things like a chawanmushi. Which is a Japanese mm-hmm. um, dish. So there are there are applications that. of seafood with um, a sort of custody, savory custard thing. Um, so he, that's yeah. in his brain. He's gonna work that out. Um, so
2: well, when he, when he figures yeah. that out, please refer him to me because <laughs> I, I am struggling with that right now. I would say, <laughs> I would say that I think we could make something work
0: mm-hmm. with
2: a fish eggnog. Uh, uh, essentially, I mean, realistically, because uh, I did just use, uh, it's actually the first time that I've ever had caviar in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but on a recent stream of mine, I uh, fish eggs, uh, caviar or roe or whatever application mm-hmm. uh, I got them in was an ingredient that I had to use. And um, so that was the first time I'd ever had caviar and honestly not overly fishy It's the mostly salty a little bit Mm -hmm. buttery in flavor yeah a a hint of a hint of fish it's definitely fishy but it's not overwhelmingly fishy so you could do something with that where you where you puree that and then turn it into like a cream fish fish egg and cream kind of base i don't think that's that out as yeah. much as I'm making fun of the suggestion, I don't think it's that out there. Yeah. Um, so if you did that, put the, uh, uh, however you're using the, the myconids in that, which I am equating them to mushrooms. I'm using them as mushrooms. Yes. So hopefully it tastes just like mushrooms because that's how I'm using those.
0: And hopefully but you're a, also not a myconid um, experiencing distress spores as you.
2: Yeah i am assuming i've gotten this this is not something i have to butcher myself yeah i am getting this from market yeah. they've already had the distress spores yeah. used on them and yeah. i don't have to, to <laughs> that would be awful and i would immediately throw it in the trash and say this i'm never returning to work ever again <laughs> throwing down my chef hat it's done yes. goodbye yes um I think you could do a cream sauce that uses the fish eggs and the mushrooms together Mm -hmm. and make a uh, a Jäger schnitzel type thing with that combination. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so that uses everything uh, if we're using the flour to uh, uh, coat the schnitzel Mm -hmm. and and, deep fry that. And then the uh, fish egg nog and the myconids are going into the sauce to coat that with. Yeah. That leaves us with the gray ooze. Mm-hmm. And I am at yes. a loss on that one. Uh, we said this is uh, it's my understanding that this is an aggressively neutral flavored thing. That this is just so doesn't taste like anything that it's bad. <laughs> not not <good>. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's also considered liquid stone. Liquid stone. What if hmm.
0: what if you could you use it as your charcoal kind of like could you burn it off to like cook is it, the meat? Like smoke it? Is it almost?
2: I suppose if you could do that, I don't know the physical properties of grey oh. ooze. I'm guessing something called ooze does Maybe not burn very well.
0: It might tenderize your meat.
2: I could use it as a
0: marinade.
2: I could maybe mix it in with the flour, and use that as the batter or the the coating for the schnitzel. Because like if you maybe... don't
0: want the flavor,
2: mm-hmm. but you want
0: tender stench cow meat, yeah, maybe the ooze can just be applied almost like a cure, and then you like rinse it off. So you're just using. Does it have acidic properties, Dustin?
2: It can corrode metal. I think that counts. I think that counts. Mm. That could be acidic. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think you could use it as a tenderizer. Um,
0: It might also help neutralize the flavors of a stench cow more.
2: Yeah, yeah. I guess that's the question: is how like how bad is the stench? How how bad are we talking? (laughs) Like, is this is? It's not good. I can I can tell you from the name, it's not going to be good. Oh, Uh, I mean, well,
1: a stench cow. It's uh, any other creature other than a stench cow that starts its turn within five feet of the stench cow must succeed on a DC 12
2: saving throw or be poisoned. So it's so bad it will physically poison you. That is how bad this smells. Mm. But on a successful
1: saving throw, the creature is immune to the stench cow, to the stench of all stench cows for one hour. Ooh. Ooh.
0: So do you have a, stent a cow? stench cow? But... Do you have a stench cow at the front of your restaurant? And then if you if you succeed, it's like as a it's path, like a it's like a
2: roller end. coaster. Like you must be this <laughs> tall to ride the. Like you must succeed this constitution. If you fail, mile. you
0: should go home and come another night. But <laughs> <laughs> if you pass, bon appétit
2: i mean i really like i like this idea of like that's another another one of my favorite types of cooking shows is like uh, we have the show called man versus food mm. uh where there's there's some sort of like eating challenge like whether it's like a incredibly large amount of food or very spicy food uh, those are like the two main things but like uh it's this thing where like um it's it's the host versus the dish essentially Mm -hmm. and they have to finish Mm. the dish and so like i kind of like this idea for a stench cow like if you can choke it down you get a free t-shirt at you know uh barb's tavern or whatever (laughs) it is (laughs) it's it's
0: great i also yeah i kind of miss man vs. food because he had but he had to stop doing the challenges himself i remember yeah yeah i don't know it's if it, detrimental I'm it's detrimental to his health as as,
2: yeah they they changed hosts after like five seasons yeah, we got, the was we
0: got like, your show like we didn't have
2: yeah that so man. so it was it was the one guy and then they changed to a different host mm. um you're absolutely right i and think eating
0: all those food challenges all the time uh, turns out not great for your body
2: yeah it turns out eating like six pounds of something <laughs> once a week is probably not a good thing for your health what but, about you know?
0: What about how much mayonnaise are we getting? How many calories <laughs> two, of mayonnaise? Two
2: gallons or what? Forty eight thousand calories. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Would uh, we eat uh, that
0: uh, meal, Dustin? How
2: so here is here is what I am proposing. Here is yeah. the okay. meal. It we've used the, we've used the gray ooze to tenderize and hopefully kill off some of the flavor and stench from the stench cow. Yeah. We've then pounded the stench cow cutlets. Uh, into nice, very thin uh, pieces of meat. Mm-hmm. Okay, We've uh, made a simple batter of uh, flour, and if you want to use the fish eggnog for that as well, you can do that, or you could just do flour and milk and eggs, mm-hmm. just a basic batter. We've pan-fried these into some nice stench cow cutlets. Mm-hmm. Uh, some nice schnitzel. Some stench cow schnitzel. And then we've used the Myconids and the fish eggnog uh, to create like a mushroom cream Jaeger schnitzel kind of sauce. Yeah. Oh. And we're really, really banking on the fact that we've killed all of that stench cow stench. It's hopefully just cow now. <laughs> it, should <laughs> it should just be cow hopefully. now. Okay, okay.
0: That would be nice. We've
2: tried to make it a cow.
1: Um,. I mean, realistically, no, I wouldn't eat it because it has wheat. i I, I can't do gluten. Uh, well. yeah, but um, let's, say a, was, let's say it was, it was a
2: gluten-free flour. Let's say it was a gluten-free flour.
1: How nice <laughs> of that random villager to die! Uh, <laughs> I would, yes, I would try it at least.
0: Yeah, I think I would um, try it. I'm actually, I think this the I would not be my, forced to eat it though. My coned eggnog sauce, I'd be very intrigued by. Um, if the stench cow was less stenchy, um, I think that would be good. A big if. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I would be willing to try that for sure.
2: Oh, and then of course I forgot the uh, the secret ingredient is that I used pressed digitation to just make it taste. <laughs> yeah. And it's actually Great. good to taste because of that.
0: Perfect. Oh, that's so good. Um, I'm satisfied with that meal. I think maybe some more vegetables on the side would be good. Um. And some little side dishes and hopefully a tasty dessert not made with fish egg milk.
2: not made with any of those ingredients <laughs> maybe flour
0: <laughs> yeah just the flour, <laughs> just the flour.
2: yeah oh, i i man. think i would i would eat this i think i would i would try it i the, i mean like we said the key is killing that stench if yeah. we can if we can make the stench palatable mm-hmm. i think we're off to a good start and then obviously we're going to serve it with some, you know, some nice side dishes. But yeah. I think we worked all of that, all of those ingredients into our main dish, at least. Yeah.
0: So. I think that's good. Hmm. I think I'd do that. I would come to your restaurant. I, I would hope that you'd have other dishes on the menu that are a bit more... Oh,
2: absolutely. Powerful. God, yes. No, we're not just serving stench cow. so. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: um, but Yeah. Thank you so much for coming uh, on our uh, podcast. I forgot what <laughs> what is this? What how, what do we do? Um, and talking I all think the it's food a, I things.
2: think it's a book reading, is yeah. what it is. So,
0: if you would like to see the egg boy prepare dishes from some mystery, well, they're not really mystery, from randomly selected ingredients that chat has proposed. You can find him at twitch.tv slash I underscore A-M underscore T-H-E underscore E-G-G-B-O-I. It's,
2: yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll have to think about revising that in the
0: future.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I mean, come on. Oh, <laughs> I gotta I have, have somebody in my corner.
0: <laughs> you have many conversations where you're like, I am the egg boy. And you're like, no, I am the egg boy yeah I, I...
2: <laughs> internally yes i do
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you again so so much i hope um everyone who's been listening has enjoyed this as well not too hungry um but mm, at least we don't have to worry about eating stench cow
2: oh i was just about to say i think i've got myself in the mood for some stench cow i make myself some some 2am stench cow burgers, I think is what it sounds like. Oh, tacos,
0: <laughs> stench cow tacos, maybe.
2: Oh, ooh, <laughs> yummy.
0: Delicious. So if you have enjoyed today's podcast, you can find more of that. Even if you've listened to them all already, listen to them again, perhaps in reverse order to what you listened through on the first time. <sighs> tell all of your friends, tell everybody about us we would appreciate that a lot you can review us on apple or amazon and find us at twitch.tv slash we not roll for this for live pod recordings and uh, some live plays and world see you next time goodbye
2: goodbye bye
1: bye <laughs> West, Justin, Kalen and Dustin, discussing, Dungeons and Dragons, they're answering the questions you didn't know you wanted to, they kind of stop play, home players can find you if it's true, so come and listen to our heroes, weirdos, here goes, are gonna tell you all the things their brain knows, hear those, uh, we- what's that, the episode's over, oh, huh, okay, well, um, uh, come, come back next week, please, sorry I called you weirdos.